to screenshot and send where I have to take off my headphones so I don't have to listen to myself talk the whole time. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> you might hear a little bit of what? 30 second delay. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> That's why I don't have my headphones in. Sound quality. <laughs> That's probably like the most frustrating thing on the planet, though, is when you're sitting here trying to talk and you also have to like listen to yourself. And all of a sudden you sound like, like you're in talking in the third dimension. <laughs> Alright, guys. It's the new year. Yes. It's, it's the new year. Merry 2019. 2019. This ta- literally, nobody even touched it and it started making it. Yeah, money. this table, probably the only thing I ever wanted to buy for the podcast, <laughs> turned out to be not the best purchase. No. But, like, it's fine. It's a good round. It's fine. The, the round table. Was I like the though. round table. Yeah. But... The quality of the round table is let's, just not let's good. Let's just talk about furniture for this podcast. How <laughs> we, we're in desperate need of furniture. <laughs> if somebody's getting rid of a round table and some chairs, feel free <laughs> to contact me. Elizabeth is sitting in a chair with... <laughs> it's missing a wheel. It's fine. <laughs> Ireland is sitting in a chair that... Comes, from a hospital. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's from a hospital. It's just not a good look for us. But, like, it's fine, you know? We have a table that's not well put together. No. Two chairs that need some help. So, if somebody's getting rid of a round table, hit me back. Screenshot and send at gmail.com. Let me know, you know? Like, it's fine. Email? Yeah, it is, actually. I got the email address. Screenshot what? and send, gmail.com. Hit me up. That's crazy. Send me fan mail so I don't feel like such a loser all the time. Fan? <laughs> Lane's going to be our first fan mail. Lane, Lane and Colton are going to be our first yeah. our, our first fan mail. That's so funny. We need fan mail. Hit me up. It's fine. Um, so this podcast is the first one of the new year. Right. So obviously because we are the most cliche white girls on the planet, yeah. we're going to have to do... A New Year's resolution podcast. Yeah, basically. And, like, I mean, I'm down for it, and I'm ready. You know, let's give a little recap of 2018. Yeah, so we're going to start with our 2018 recap, and we're just going to kind of work our way through. I made, like, a little list that Ireland tried to rearrange on multiple occasions. I just tried to organize it better (laughs) and to put it back. Ireland made her own list of things. I graciously made myself blue so she could be purple. It's definitely really hard when your best friend definitely you humble favorite <laughs> I'm humble I'm humble it's fine I'm blue it's fine so <clears throat> we're gonna talk about what are some of the things that we have accomplished in 2018 there's not a lot of things that I want to talk about that I accomplished in 2018 but I have a few that I'm willing yeah, to too. speak about I feel like our biggest accomplishments both have to do with school kind of school and getting or rid of like shitty ass friends okay yeah <laughs> for sure. if anyone saw the shade of course nobody did that i put on my snapchat the other day about a girl who wrote something really sweet to- oh i didn't have to say it was a girl but yeah, yeah a girl. i mean you know we're already halfway there on figuring yeah. out who it is yeah it's fine but no and like i just was like damn we really got rid of some trash. We really got rid of some trash, dude. We took out the garbage <laughs> and the trash man picked it up. Yeah. They're not coming back, dude. They're not coming back. 
Um, that's like major things that we did this year for real. Yeah. Um, one of the major things I did was I moved out. Right. And I moved right back in. Right. It's a scary world out Now there. I'm here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Never leaving again. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Moving out with people that I can actually trust this time. Yeah. Coming up soon, 2020. Elizabeth's sure. moving out on her own. <laughs> Giving it a year, year and some months. It's yeah. fine. Um, I started therapy this year. That's pretty, you know. I'm surprised we're talking about that. Yeah. I mean, you know. Because when it, the after I remember after your first appointment, I was like, "Do you need to talk about it?" And you were like, no. "I just talked for like an hour. Why do yeah, I need I mean, to talk some more?" I don't want to talk about it. That was I mean that's always my you know go to. No, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I have to. I talk about it in therapy, so I definitely don't want to talk yeah. about it now. <laughs> I already talked about it in therapy. Yeah, but I just I started therapy this year, so that's always you know, great A. Did Barb just like? open the door and then leave we made you want to be the first guest besides ricky on the podcast did she shut the door yeah bye okay <laughs> that was like the most uncomfortable thing that's ever happened oh my god um but yeah therapy it's pretty fun i mean a lot of people don't know anything about therapy which i find really interesting because like you know going in i didn't know anything about therapy either because, you know, it's definitely an experience that a lot of people don't appreciate as much as they should. <laughs> well, it's hard. It's yeah, hard. it is really hard. It's definitely a commitment of, like, you know, you have to be down to do it. It's not something that somebody can force you into. Because that happened to me when I was a kid. Everybody was like, you need therapy. And I was like, ew. <laughs> like, no thanks. Um, but I appreciate it a lot more now than I did right. then. Well, I think some things in your life have to happen like certain occurrences have to strike before you get to that point of like I need to talk some shit out to a third party (laughs) that doesn't know anything about me yeah yeah definitely definitely and it's like you know you have to find somebody that you click with too it's not like you can just go and talk to just anybody about all of your issues and that took me a long time because I went through I started therapy twice actually I started therapy once when I was in college like my first year semester of college whatever and then uh I started therapy again recently with somebody who is a lot better than the woman that I started with she's really cool she's so easy to talk to she just seems to get it more than the other person did and it also turned out that like she has a lot better suggestions it's kind of like the it's not I don't necessarily say the blind leading the blind but like somebody saying like I'm, okay, it's like you saying I have this issue and then somebody saying, well, like, have you tried this or like this? It's like a lot of trial and error that, like, people don't know you about. Know, if you think about it, it's kind of like that's the same reason why I research my teachers. Because if yeah. you don't click with a teacher, you could fail a yeah. class. That, yeah. And it could be a class that you're super interested, like sociology or psychology. You know, we both find those kinds of classes very interesting. But yeah. if you have a teacher that's like intimidating or doesn't get like or doesn't teach the way that your brain comprehends it can be really hard so yeah you have and to I find mean, people that that click can... that you click with and like exactly. that get it yeah and you know I think a lot of people think that it's just one of those things where like oh you're going to therapy so you're automatically going to go and like get medicine or like you know go on this whole like medical journey of like yeah. and it, that's not what it's like at all it's like you know you can get medicine and you can do all of these things but like it's a lot of trial and error to try to fix it before you take the drastic step of, like, 
going on to like you know antidepressants or like you know all this other kind of shit and so it's really interesting to me that like not a lot of people know that (laughs) my mom after her dad died she decided to go to therapy and she said that it wasn't how she expected that her her perspective was more of like they asked her a lot of questions about the things she said and didn't really give the input like most people make you think therapy is like like yeah it's not how it's not like they tell you you know like oh you have this issue this is what you need to do to fix or it in ther- or in yeah like therapy tv shows or not therapy tv shows but like in tv shows what therapy what therapists are portrayed as yeah it's mostly just like you know oh, well, you're having issues leaving the house. Because that, that was one of my issues. Is like, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but, like, I didn't leave my house for, like, you know, weeks at a time. Like, I literally just stayed at the house for weeks at a time. When you came and back? Yeah, when I came yeah. back from Troy, I just stayed at home for a long, like, a long time. I never yeah, I went outside. <laughs> and um, so it was kind of like, you know, oh, so you're having issues go outside. So what you do is you go and you open up your door. And you sit outside five, ten minutes, whatever you're comfortable with, until you slowly but surely just, like, appreciate that you're outside again. And, like, it worked, you know, it worked really, you know, it took a lot, a long time. You know, it took a couple, probably, like, three or four weeks, probably. I remember you telling me that you were, like, sitting out on your porch and stuff, and I was like, yeah, sound like Elizabeth. Yeah, and, you know, it got to the point where I was like, okay, cool, like, let's go hammock, and so I would go to, you know, I live, like, right up the street from, like, Oak Mountain and all that other kind of stuff, so I, um, you know, went to hammock after, you know, going to therapy, I'd go, which was super stressful, you go in, you cry, and you do this, and you do that, and do the whole thing, and so then afterwards, I found myself, like, going to hammock, and, like, going to, you know, chill outside, and it became, like, this whole thing of, like, that was my routine. I'd wake up in the morning and I'd go get breakfast. I'd go to therapy and then I'd go hammock. And so then like slowly but surely I got back in the groove of like, now I can just leave and do whatever I want and not have to think about it, which is really cool. I do find myself still being stressed about having to stay away from my house for long periods of time, you know, like having to like stay at people's houses or like you know, that kind of thing, but, like, that's been that way since I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you have always been that way. Yeah, and so, like, you know, f- for a while, I got over it, but now it's kind of just, like, my house is kind of, like, my safe zone. Like, I have everything I need here, so, like, why should I have to leave? But, like, I'm re- doing really good about, like, leaving and coming back and, like, going now, so it's really cool. Well, what you went through, and we kind of talked about this in a different podcast that'll be played at a later date, you went through and, like, who you were around. is considered traumatic, which I didn't, which I I literally went into therapy not thinking about at all, that that would be considered a traumatic experience. Yeah. And so, like, as I started to talk about it and as I started to do all these things, she was like, would you not consider that traumatic? And, like, in my head, everybody is going to laugh when I say this, but it is what it is. And, like, yeah. that's just my life motto. Like, well, it is what it that's is. that's your personality. You're just yeah. Like, it is what it is, and you take things as they come yeah. and accept things as they are when, when, in fact, sometimes they don't have to be that way. Yeah. And so, it turned, you know, it turned into this long, still ongoing conversation about, you know, how things, you know, they are what they are, and you put yourself into this situation, but what you went through was still traumatic and still caused a lot of issues like inside 
and like the way that you present yourself is different now and like I just thought that was really interesting and that was not (laughs) what I was expecting at all and I really like her shout out to Amy (laughs) she's probably never gonna listen to this because she told me that she would not listen to this unless I told her about it so shout out to Amy she's a real G (laughs) Um, but though that was a traumatic experience for you something that genuinely benefited my life was like the experience well okay this wasn't the beneficial part but like I went through a small experience of feeling super alone and then I felt like when you came back I don't think I ever told you this but I felt like we were kind of I mean, of course, your experience was more traumatic than mine because my living situation was fine. Yeah. My mental state just wasn't good. It just wasn't good. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't want to kill myself or anything. I was just, like, really, really sad. Distraught, bro. It wasn't good. I was gone, and she was distraught about it. Well, it it wasn't just that, but, like, there were also some other friends that that just, like, for some reason, at the same time, all of my friends were busy yeah. and just like all of them like couldn't hang out a couple of them like I let go of personally and it was I decided just like we're toxic and then I broke up with this guy and then I was just fucking alone yeah for like a couple months and then Elizabeth came back and I was like I have another friend again yeah and, and then I got Lane back and Ricky back yeah and like now I have other friends that I can talk to. When that people I got say that I'm the glue that holds things together, it's not an understatement. <laughs> well, my experience was like, because some of the friends I let go of weren't even tied to you, and somehow when you left, everyone was just fucking gone. Because I'm like the person that's like, well, maybe you should talk to them about it, and then you just were like, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> I just like, I mean. I was happy that you were living your life, uh, but we got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ireland's actually speechless. What a For shocker. the first time ever, Ireland's speechless. <laughs> um, but we got into that in the other podcast. Anticipate yeah, that. anticipate that. If I ever decide to post yeah. it, and if I don't, you'll hear about it again. <laughs> <laughs> in a different way of talking yeah. about it. <laughs> But, I don't know, it was a really good experience going from, like, not having any friends and feeling what true, like, loneliness feels like. Yeah. Because, like, I didn't even have my mom. Like, my mom was off with Doug. Like, I only went to my grandma's, and if I, honestly, my grandma saves my life every day. I love grandma. Ireland's grandma is everybody's grandma. literally. If you ever need a grandma... We got one. Honestly, honestly, she's the best. Oh man, she's like the best I'm grandma. Cry if we keep talking about grandma it. made a, <laughs> nobody but like a handful of people will know this. But Ireland made me like a video for my birthday, and one of the people that was on it was Ireland's grandma, and I held it together. I didn't cry the whole time until I saw grandma's video, and she did this whole thing where she's like, "Happy birthday to you," and I almost like fell out of my chair I was crying so hard because she's just so genuine and like so cute she's like the best grandma (laughs) absolutely precious but like you know at the end of the day I'm doing great now yeah 10 out of 10 any issues I have with anyone are so small that when I talk about them like they're big they're not actually like 
The only issue I have right now is that I can't breathe out of my nose holes. And that's a pretty genuine issue. Yeah, you've been breathing real hard. Yeah. Like, you get out of your mouth. Like, you can't breathe. I'm trying to make sure that nobody can hear it on this thing. So, I'm trying to, like... ASMR breathing? <laughs> it's, like, not good. Her I'm face to, was real weird. I'm trying to, like, blow it down and not at the microphone. So, like, I'm breathing real hard and it's just not working out. Okay. So, I feel like it's time to talk about college right now. Yeah. Because that's, like, a big accomplishment. So, of 2018 yeah is that we got college back on track oh yeah my first semester of 2018 which would be the spring semester i almost failed out of college (laughs) and i didn't tell a lot of people that because like it's embarrassing as shit to like have the experience of of almost failing out of college but 20 2018 almost fell out of college the fall of 2018 i brought it back got all a's and one b (laughs) Right right on um, spring semester starts two days from now. Well, technically three right. days from now. For me, it's technically already started, but I don't have to start doing things until Monday. Yeah, I start the 7th, which is Monday. Yeah. And then, uh, in the fall of this year, I'll be at UAB. So, holla at me, UAB boys. And... Because I'll be there. I, um... Almost failed out of college in 2017. Yeah. And then 2018, spring, I made all A's and one B. Yep. And then fall, I made an A, two B's, and an F in an <laughs> online math class because online math kicked my asshole. I tore me You know, I was like, I was like, I'll take an online math class. I can get through it. Guys, I am not a mathematician. <laughs> I am not good at math. And trying to sit there and figure out math on my own was not the way. I feel like I feel like failing out, almost failing out of college, is way more common than people like yeah. make it seem that but it's it, not. It's different when you're like almost failing out of college because you either can't take the classes or you don't care. Then actually failing a class because, because you, you just, tried. You tried. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Like the first time I failed out of college because I just didn't give a shit. I yeah. didn't try. I only went. To, like, take tests, and that was it. Like, yeah. I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. But, like, this time, I failed math because my brain did not comprehend that test, and I did not make a 53 to make a C yeah. class. I feel like, like, failing out of, there's, like, two stages of failing out of college, and the, one, the first one being you don't give a shit, which is what happened to me. Yeah. I just didn't give a shit, didn't do the work. I was having too much fun, partying, yeah. doing my thing, didn't give a shit. And then failing out because you tried too hard. <laughs> You just try and you do your best and it's just not enough. And that's what happened with Ireland's math class. I I feel like I tried really hard in all the wrong way. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, you know when you feel like you're trying really hard, but then at the end you're like, I just did the wrong things that I tried hard at. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, 10 out of 10. And this leads us to the advertisement of Excel calendars. (laughs) (laughs) I make literally the only thing that holds me in Ireland together all semester is the fact that I make Excel spreadsheet calendars. Yeah. So I'm selling them $5 a piece. Hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) I put in all the work. I organized your whole semester. Hit me up. <laughs> Cash at me. I got you. I got your. I got $5 your digits. Five dollars Excel sheet. Unless she gets a lot of workload, then they're probably gonna go. Yeah, up. then they're gonna then they're gonna go up. So prices may vary, but right now they're five dollars a spreadsheet. And they're really good and really organized. 
and like I tell you when you have free time to party yeah. I tell you when you have free time to work I tell you your entire life schedule for the next semester of college five dollars is pretty good for a personal assistant if you ask me yeah it's not bad it's not bad and I like, can even make them on Google Docs if that's what you're into yeah Google Docs that's what that's what I have mine on. I got mine for free because that was the trial run yeah you know but I mean they work they're working out pretty good I literally love mine. I made my, like, last, the last two days I spent working on mine just because I was, like, particular about what I wanted it to look like, but it's going pretty good so far. That's good. Yeah. So far, it's not full. I color coordinate. It's pretty good. It works out for the best. 2018, there were a lot of highs. A lot of, a lot of low lows. A lot of low lows. But 2019 is going to be my bitch. I kissed uh, Elizabeth's cat. At midnight on yeah. New Year's Eve. Good old Eugene. Eugene. He's a real asshole. It's fine. So it's it's 2019 now. What are what are some things that you're excited about? Let's start with your list first. Okay. What are some things you're excited about? Okay. Well, I'm really excited about. Okay. Well, let's not talk about school right now. But I'm really excited about Infinity Wars, and I know <laughs> I know you can't talk about it too much. But I'm just really excited to see what happens, and Scott Lang is my favorite Avenger. That's Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man. And he's my favorite. Paul Rudd has been one of my favorite actors I love Paul since Rudd. I was young. He's probably the reason why I love Tall, Dark, and Handsome. My favorite thing that Paul Rudd has ever done is the cameo he did in, um, uh, fuck, This is the End, when he's, like, running with that giant bottle of champagne down the street, and then you get sucked into the hole. I never and- saw I'm going to have to show it to you tonight because it is, like, the oh funniest thing I've ever God. seen in my entire life. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's so hysterical. Paul Rudd is, like, we sl- people sleep on Paul Rudd. Yeah. They really do. People be trifling over Paul Rudd. But, like, he's so funny. He's, like, genuinely funny. And, honestly, okay, we're going to start with what I'm not excited about. For everyone who's, like, three or four months older t- than me to become 21, <laughs> and then finally... Towards the end of the year, like four months till the end of the year, poor little Ireland <laughs> will turn 21 after everyone's already gotten drunk literally, and gotten over it. Yeah, literally Ireland's going to be ready to start her alcoholism just like me. And it's already going to be too late because I'm already going to be alcoholed out. I'm just going to be like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> this is when you're thinking to yourself, well, Ireland, you could illegally drink. Well, guys, That's we lame. don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't talk about it. But, like, <laughs> I mean, you know. And, it, like, it's a different experience when, like, you finally get to drink for the first time. There's nothing better, in my opinion, than being able to go to a Mexican restaurant, eat chips and cheese, and drink a ginormous fishbowl-sized margarita. Out in public. Like, that's just, like, the best of the best. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. But then again, alcohol, like, I don't... I mean, it's not, like, the biggest deal for me. So when everyone's out partying and being legal, I'll just chill. It's really not that big. Once you start to drink, it's really not that big of a deal anymore. You wait and you wait, and the the anticipation of waiting for it is, the like, the only fun part about it. (laughs) And I also feel like after you turn 21... Life just goes so much faster. Yeah. You're not waiting for anything. Yeah, you're not waiting for anything. I'm just going to stop aging. 21 is going to be my age forever. Yeah, you just want to be 21. Because, like, when I turn 21, you're going to be 22. Yeah. I'm, like, uh, kind of a month. Yeah. 
a month-ish, a month and some days. That one month when we're the same age. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess basically it's like two. It, basically, I guess it's two months. Because, like, your birthday's on the second. Yeah. So, like, it's a month and then three weeks. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I personally am really excited for all of the animated movies that are coming out. I know. Aladdin. So that's not animated. That's I live mean, action. live action, but like. No, eh, the Lion King yeah. is animated. The Lion King. And then I'm ready for Zombieland 2. I didn't know they were coming out with Zombieland. I'm Liddy Titty. <laughs> fucking lit. I love a good. um, What's that guy's name? Fuck. I can't remember what his name is. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The Twinkie guy. I can't remember what his yeah. name is. <laughs> Um, yeah. and then Will Smith is apparently coming out with a new movie, The Gemini Man. Have no idea Wait, what it's about. And, Aladdin, he's and he's, yeah, I'm, ba- I'm pretty sure he's in Aladdin Wait, too. So, so that's two movies. 2018 was the year of The Rock. Is 2019 yeah. going to be the year? People of are Will sleeping Smith? on Will Smith and he's coming for y'all. He was, okay, that Netflix movie he did with like the monster or whatever was actually pretty good. I haven't seen it yet. Is it, it good? He's not really been in any bad movies. Except and he has like a he did with his son. And he has a YouTube channel. And him as Deadshot is and legit he's and he's best, best friends with Liza Koshy. Like I'm down for it. I'm down. And Jada Pickett Smith with her red table talk. Like if you want to come talk at my red table, I'm ready for you. We can spray paint this shit right I now. I will tablecloth and spray paint the shit faster than you can get here, bro. I just want to say, where the fuck is that wicked movie that everyone was talking about? That's like a year real ago? life. Because I that popped up in my timeline the other day in my Facebook memories, where you were like, "I hope they don't screw this up." Yeah. And like, I'm honestly ready for it, but like, I don't know what it where well, it's like, at. Is it real? Like, what's happening? I don't know. Should we Google it real quick? You want me to like yeah, see it. what what's going on? Because, and I'll just talk about wicked because I'm good at that. Well, you Google it. But Adina Menzel has, like, the most amazing voice. People are, like, okay with other people singing on Broadway and stuff is because, like, she can't really do the role now. But, like, who's going to – who could perform as, like, Elphaba and, like, Glinda? Yeah. I, I mean, I know most people probably don't know that much about Wicked, but basically it's the story about the Wicked Witch from – the Wizard of Oz. So it says that the Wicked initial release is going to be December 20th of 2019. Really? So it means that there's like a whole year of either waiting or like... Wait, that means it has to have already been shot. Yeah. Then where's the cast? Go so like, IMDb. where is it? Like, yeah, I want to know. Where's the cast? By now they should have... Like, who produced it? If you Let's don't see. care about Wicked, just skip over. Yeah, just a skip minutes. the next like five minutes of this yeah. <laughs> this whole thing. Yeah, because we love Wicked. And Let's see, all cast, all cast and crew. Right. Is it like animated? Honestly, I'd be down for animation because then we could have the same voices. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd just be like kind of weird. But like, there are a lot of scenes that would be really easy for them to do with CGI. Like, it's not a hard movie to produce. I can't imagine. See, and this is where I'm confused because when you pull up the cast and the crew, the only thing it says is directed by. It doesn't give you anything. So, So what if they're like keeping it a secret? Are they scared that nobody cares about Wicked? I don't think that they're scared about nobody cares about it. I think that they're scared that what if it's bad? 
Oh, you think it's bad? <laughs> what bad? if it turns out bad? Yikes. Because if it had a good cast, someone would have come out being like, yo, I'm this person in the movie. You know? Yeah, you would think so. Because. Wicked. Oh, that's the musical. Never mind. Damn. Wicked the musical movie. You think that would be it? There's like a trailer for it. Yes. We're going to click on it. We're going to see what this is about. Oh, could it be a fan-made one? Yeah, it definitely is a fan-made one. Damn, get out of there. Got a jet. <laughs> Got a jet. But I want to know for real. Loser Fruit came out with a new video, and I'm lit for that. <laughs> You're lame, and you have not discovered life if you don't watch Loser Fruit. <laughs> well, you know. I guess we should talk about our college aspirations now. I don't have any college aspirations right now. Well, I'm just looking to pass <laughs> and to get to UAB. I'm coming for you, Steven Center. I'm coming for you. <laughs> the Alyss Steven Center is going to be my new home. Catch me on the block. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, my goal this year is, well, I mean, before the end of the summer, to get my associate's degree. Ireland, why do you want an associate's degree? Well, I've been in community college, junior <laughs> college, whatever you want to fucking call it, for three years. I want something to fucking show for it. See, I'm, I'm not just going to transfer. I'm completely the opposite. I literally will not take a math class until I absolutely 500% oh have to take a math class. Do not catch Elizabeth in a math class until the year 2022. <laughs> well, damn. I'm going to be taking elementary school algebra as a 24-year-old woman. <laughs> oh You're going to be like, I don't remember how to do any of this shit. Exactly. That's going to be a real issue, but I will cross that bridge when I come to it. I don't doubt it. My only goal for this year is to fuel my Fortnite addiction. No. If you don't know, you're real sleeping on me. Oh, my God. I literally play Fortnite 25-8. I literally, there's not a day that goes by that I do not play Fortnite. And now I started playing a new game <laughs> that Ireland really thinks is funny when me and Ricky talk about it. It's called Raft. It's, it's glorified <laughs> Minecraft. Minecraft. It's glorified Minecraft. She's like, she's like, we gotta make the crafting recipes for coconuts and shit. And I'm like, that's just fucking Minecraft. You basically, what happens is, is you open up the game. The first start of the game, you make your own little world. Then the first beginning part of the game, you're on a 4x4 raft that's made out of wood and plastic. So then you have to gather things, meaning like wood and plastic and palm leaves and like all of these things and make your raft bigger and you have to survive and you have to make food and you have to clean your own water because obviously you're sailing on an ocean out in the middle of nowhere and like you're building up this raft to figure out why you're on this raft and like I've watched gameplay about it and so like I basically know what happens but I'm not going to tell you guys because I haven't found out so why like yeah it's like a storyline game but, like, you don't really figure it out until a certain part of, the like, the game because you have to make all of these things to figure it out. Uh, and I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> I'm feeling like after this podcast we should get Taco Bell. 
That's my I'm honestly, I have $11.95 in my bank account. If you think that, like, I might spend my last $11 on Taco Bell, you're probably right. <laughs> and we have to make one more podcast after this one. So, like, the next podcast you guys listen to <laughs> is going to be, like, recorded directly after this one. Just so you guys it know. It should be a mukbang podcast. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for... <laughs> When we're not recording. I, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, Everyone's probably just like, shut the fuck up and post your stalker story. Yeah, just post your stalker story. That's the only thing we care about. But, like, I'm not ready. There's a... The stalker story continues. So, like, there's never going to be an end, you guys. Like, it's going to be... It's going to be fine. It's going to be chill. But, um, the podcast is going to start being posted every Sunday. I'm calling for a 52-week streak in podcasts. Which means that the year of 2019 is going to be 52 podcasts. So I guess that's a goal. That's a goal. That's the goal for this year. One podcast a week. Screenshot and send Sundays is going to be a real thing. Screenshot and send Sundays. <laughs> and if it gets really popular, we can make a Twitter. And Screenshot Sundays. I have already have a Facebook page. Go follow my uh, Screenshot and Send Facebook page. It's online. I shared it on my Facebook. If you're friends with me, don't sleep Instagram on my podcast. Instagram probably wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, it's not really worth it for Instagram, but go follow my Facebook page. I already have, like, 20 followers on there. Go hit me up. 20 followers. Smash and beers and smash and chicks. Go follow my Facebook page. (laughs) We're now, actually, you guys are, if you guys are listening to this, you're listening to it on SoundCloud or on iTunes, which I think is pretty impressive, even though that literally anybody can do it. It took me three weeks to figure out how to do it. Walmart. So, <laughs> name brand for the win. Podcast app. Pull it up. Listen to it. If you're on SoundCloud and you have an iPhone, don't be sleeping on the podcast app. It was kind of cool to listen to myself on iTunes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, I legit sat there and listened to it because I have a really bad I'm memory. Gonna- <laughs> so, I don't remember anything. So, I was just like, I said that. I'm going to work on a new thumbnail because our thumbnail is looking real sketch. Shout out to Trey Lee, who helped me fit my thumbnail, by the way. (laughs) Trey's probably never listening to this. And if he does, he's going to send me a text message saying, how dare you say that I'm not listening to your podcast? But thanks for uh, helping a sister out because I could not for the life of me figure out how to resize my picture for my thumbnail. Thank you a lot. (laughs) 2019, dudes. 2019. I feel like 2019 is going to be, like, when people are trying to, like, get things ready for 2020. Because I feel like 2020... 2020 is going to be the year of good yeah. decisions. Well, because 2020 just sounds like a good year to, like, be a good person. Yeah, 2020 so like is going to be, like, the year wait, of getting shit done. Is it 2020 or 2021 that will get a new president? Is it the end of 2020? When do we ad- when do we put in Trump? Twenty seventeen. I guess it was twenty seventeen, not twenty sixteen. So it'll be twenty twenty one when we get a new president. <sighs> I'm pretty sure it was twenty seventeen. I'm gonna look like an idiot if I say twenty seventeen and it's not. I don't think it was the year we graduated high school. Hey Siri, <laughs> when did we inaugurate Donald Trump? Here's what I found on the web for should we inaugurate Donald Trump? Twenty seventeen. Okay, that's what I thought, because yeah. the year we um, graduated high school would have felt a lot different. <laughs> yeah. So it was 2017, so that means 2021 we're getting a new president. Bigger and better things. Where are you at, Bernie Sanders? We really need you now more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I feel like 2020 is going to be good. Or I'm excited. Michelle Obama. That would be the best. We sleep. People are sleeping on Michelle Obama. I've been saying that. That's my new saying in case you're wondering. Uh, but like people are dead ass sleeping on Michelle Obama and they need to stop. She's so funny. She that might have mean- messed up all the school lunches. But she's a great person. She tried. <laughs> she tried really hard, and she's still trying. Her book is awesome. I haven't read her book. I read bu- bits and pieces of her book. But genuinely, all around, Michelle Obama is just, like, a really great person. And I feel like that's what we need. Regardless on if she, like, makes executive, like, you know, worldly decisions... I feel like, at this point, we just need somebody who's a genuinely good person. Who wants, you know... To make the world a better place. And that's Michelle Obama. Make my world a better place to be. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make America great again. Just make the world a better, better place. place. Yeah, Michelle Obama. Starting great things. <laughs> there you go. I'll Our plug campaign. you. I'll plug you, Michelle. It's good. I, I will be your campaign manager. I got your back. What? I'm going to Montevallo. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to UAB in the fall. Ireland's starting at Montevallo. She's yeah. gonna she's gonna be hanging out with Lane all the time. I saw it on our our Google document that we yeah have. we have a podcast Google Doc. Yeah, and I was like, wait, I never mentioned I'm going to Montevallo. Me failing that one class did not affect it because I have to keep <laughs> above a 2.0, so I'm good, guys. Yeah, Don't Ireland, worry. Ireland is starting Montevallo. Everybody's going on to bigger and better things. We're just getting out of community college. Yeah. Going to After three years, it's big fine. boy universities. Like, it's chill. Life is chill. Yep. And it looks like I may not have to take two classes over the summer, maybe just one. So yeah. That'll be good. Killing the dream. Doing it, I think 2019 will just be like finishing when we had to fix all my our, all our mistakes. You know what yep. I mean? You just have to back up the credits. We made a lot of mistakes in 2017 and the beginning of 2018, but like the the end of 2018 was fixing our mistakes, and I feel like 2019 is gonna be like it's just gonna be the backup. The it's gonna be like when you back up your stuff to the cloud just to make sure you have everything. Yeah, it's gonna be what it is. Exactly. Exactly. And then I'm going to take my associate's degree to other places and be like, yo, I have general I want education. A, I want a better job. Thanks. <laughs> I want to be paid a couple dollars if more. If Vitamin Shop is listening to this, I really want to work at Vitamin Shop. What is that? <laughs> Vitamin Shop is the place that's in the, um, it's in the same shopping center where Lane works. And it's like a vitamin store. And yeah. I want to work there. <laughs> so if you're listening to this at Vitamin Shop, I really want to work there. I feel like you have to look. Like, you get a lot of vitamin D. Pumping iron. (laughs) (laughs) I'll pump iron if I can work at Vitamin Shop. Hell yeah, come work at the Y. I'm going to need a lot of protein powder. So, like, I want to work at Vitamin Shop. Vitamin Shop for the win. Vitamin Shop. When you're like, this shit is too expensive, let me just go get a job there. Let me just work there part-time so I can get a discount. Me. I want to work at the me. Y just so I can get a gym membership at the Y. That's the only reason I want to work there. I apply for jobs at the Y all the time, just so I can work there. <laughs> I would I would work there as a fucking lifeguard if I had to. I just want to be able to go to the gym whenever I want to. I just want a part time job at the Y or at Vitamin Shop. It's fine. The Y is honestly a great place to work for. They make sure you're taken care of. They give you a Y membership, like, it's really chill, 
but they only pay you like eight bucks an hour. <laughs> I would be okay with that as long as I got a gym membership. I could get a job somewhere else as long as I worked enough to keep my gym membership. I wonder what they're going to do when minimum wage goes up in like 2021. Who knows? I'll probably that's still a real be That's a real thing that we should talk about on this podcast. I don't know if everybody knows this or not because I didn't know it until somebody brought it up the other day. Who Barb. was it? Yeah, Barb brought it up the other day that minimum wage has officially passed and is going up all over yeah, America like $15 to like $15 an hour. Which doesn't make sense to me because we're just going to be in the same poverty levels. Except with a little bit more money that's still going to yeah, all the same places. Yeah, we're just going to look more like Canada, you know? Yeah. You know how everything's more expensive in Canada? It's because they get paid more and their minimum wage is higher. But so I'm just like, thing. I'm just so, I'm really confused about it. And, like, it's fine. It's going to be fine. Because. But, like, the only thing that you can, like, the only thing that I can think of that this would actually help would be all of the college kids who are working a part-time job and going to school. Yeah. That's, like, the only people who are going to actually benefit from raising minimum wage. Honestly. And, like, not, I just hope it doesn't make certain people lazier and not ambitious to get better jobs. Yeah, you know? I mean, because, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a hot-ass mess. <laughs> and, like, I thought that was interesting because, like, you know, everybody for a while, that was, like, the argument of, like, 2017 was, yeah. like, you know, minimum wage, you know, like, you're going to be paying $12 for a cheeseburger. And, like, you're not wrong because, like, prices are going to have to go up in order to supply all these people with minimum Damn, wage. five guys is going to be, like, 20 bucks a Yeah. Week. And so, like, you know, the, I think the idea of raising minimum wage is good and the idea of, like, paying minimum wage people a little bit more money is chill. But, like, the people who have the jobs that are making more money like Ricky. Ricky goes and works at Benjamin Moore and makes, you know, say no, he makes say him. Ricky makes $20 an hour, which isn't true, but say Ricky's going making $20 an hour. If Ricky is getting paid $20 an hour for his job now, he's going to be making more money cuz minimum wage is going up. Right. But in actuality, you're basically making the same amount of money. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So like I'm just confused as to why people think that this is going to be the answer that fixes all the problems. And like it's the same. I, I said that when we were talking to your mom. It's basically like saying the same. You're doing the same exact thing, but at a different price point. Yeah, and it confuses me because, like, you know, all of the people who are like, regardless on what side you're on, whether it be you know Republican or Democrat, whatever. I'm like mostly in the middle. Like I'm really you know in the middle about some things because I like I like to you know see both sides of the story before I pick which one I want. Yeah. But like. It's really confusing to me that, like, not all people are like that. And so it's hard for me to sit here and say my opinion, which is something in the middle, because then people are like, no, 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 it has to be one way. The idea of, you know, being a, um open country and being able to decide what we do is compromise. So if you can't sit down on people on both sides and compromise on something, What's the point of even arguing about it? And it's like most people want, basically are asking for everyone to be happy. How can everyone be happy if you're trying to choose a side? The deal of not everyone. The idea of politics is that you meet somewhere in the middle. If you want something, you're going to have to compromise on something to meet in the middle with the other people. Oh, yeah. So you can pick a side. That's fine. Pick all the sides that you want. 
But at the end of the day, you're never going to get it 100% on either side. It's going to have to be a compromise. And basically, everybody at some point has to lose a little bit to win. Exactly. To to gain more. And at this point, I think that people, like, you know, like, my dad, super Republican, super Republican. And, like, you guys need to be on the lookout because my dad is following a lot of y'all on Twitter. And I think that is so (laughs) funny. I didn't even realize my dad had a Twitter until he, like, retweeted something I posted the other day. And I was so confused. Like, my dad is super Republican, super Republican, has all of Donald Trump's books, every single one of Donald Trump's books, every, like, you know, everything known to man, he's Republican, which is fine, I don't judge him for it, you know, whatever, but you, I say one thing against anything that my dad believes in, and it turns into, like, World War Three. And it turns into, like, this giant argument about how I don't understand, like, I don't have any world issue, like, like, it just doesn't make any sense because, like, yeah, I might not understand everything that's going on and I might not understand, you know, how the world exactly works, but that doesn't mean that I don't get to have an opinion about what kind of world I grow up in and what kind of world my children will grow up in. And so it's just super confusing to me that nobody realizes that everybody who's old enough to vote, and people that are younger than us to vote shouldn't have an opinion just because we don't get everything. Do you remember when we were, like, the youngest people that could vote and it felt like so much? Yeah. It felt so stressful because everyone was looking at us to be, like, a different way of thinking. Yeah. But at the same time, nobody wants us to even be able to vote. It's It's 9 (laughs) o'clock. (laughs) that's a hot ass mess we'll get to that in a second (laughs) but like it's just really confusing to me how like people were excited for us to vote when we were younger and now all of a sudden the only you realize that the only reason they wanted us to vote was because they wanted us to have the same opinions as them and that's not how it happens at all (laughs) but we also have so much pressure to bring in a new voice yeah but at the same time they don't want to actually hear the voice unless it's the same like you said And it's like, oh, you should vote for what you believe in as long as you believe this. Yeah. And the idea of, like, voting is so important now. Like, I feel like that now, I feel like this is the America that everybody wants to live in where the idea behind voting and everybody voting is 100%. Because I feel like when we were children and we were growing up, not a lot of people voted. No. It was just, you know, whoever voted got to make the decisions. And, like, now it's not like that. Everybody needs to vote. Everybody needs to be heard. Get out and protest if that's what you feel like you need to do. Get out and spread your word if that's what you feel like you need to do. Oh, yeah, they said this time around was the most votes they had ever yeah. they had gotten in, like, so long. So, like, I feel like it's really... I think that it's beautiful that people are out here really putting in the effort and getting, you know, getting it in. Like, we getting really getting the vote in. I did not expect it. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. And, like, this makes me go back to, like, you know, I posted that thing on Instagram because people are fake fans and uh, nobody commented anything back the entire time. Everybody was just liking it and commenting or whatever, like, liking it and doing whatever, reacting to it on Facebook. Yeah. But Shelby commented in and said that she had no idea how politics work. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought that was, like, the funniest thing ever. She was, like, she was, like, I have no idea how politics work, and I'm 21 years old. And I think that's so funny. So, like, maybe... it's also, like, sad. It's it's sad, but it's also funny. We're taught about the past in politics. Yeah. We're not taught about the future and, like, what it means. Yeah. You know? And so, like, I feel like that would be important closer to, like, you know, getting ready to vote for new stuff. And as the political season starts back up... To kind of do a podcast about, you know, 
what it means to vote and you know what it you know how your vote affects the people and the time around you because every vote is important regardless on what you guys want to believe and regardless on what you know your uncle and your aunt and your dad and your mom say every vote counts and every vote is important so it's important to get out and vote right which you don't hear a lot now because voting season's over but i don't even know how we got on this conversation yeah. just go out and vote <laughs> just get out and vote i can tell you guys a funny story about when i went to vote though so like when I went to vote, I live <laughs> next to a Mormon neighborhood. <laughs> like, literally, you go out of my subdivision, you turn left, and you turn left again, and you're in a Mormon neighborhood. And for those of you who don't know, the Book of Mormon is, like, my favorite theater show of all time. I went and saw Book of Mormon when it was in Birmingham. I went and did the whole thing. We all went as a friend group. I know every single song from that the Book of Mormon. <laughs> it was last year. The year before. The and year before. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. And um so I know every song from the Book of Mormon and most of the people that are listening to this have probably heard of the Book of Mormon, know exactly what I'm talking about. But I the moral of the story is is I go to vote at the Mormon church. So me and Barb pull up at the Mormon church the day of voting or whatever. And I was like, Oh my god, I'm about to go into this Mormon church. Like, this is the first time I'm getting ready to vote. Like, what do I do right now? And Barb was like, act normal. Everything's chill. Relax. <laughs> and so I so I walk up to the, you know, walk up to the thing. Walk up to the door. We get out of the car. We walk up. And naturally, the people of the church are there helping everybody out, getting ready to vote. And this person wearing, you know, the, the regular Mormon outfit, the white shirt with the black tie, smile on their face. I walk up with my ID in my hand and the guy looks me square in the face and says, hello. (gasps) I literally grabbed my mom's hand and said, I'm not going to be able to hold this together. And she said, keep it together, Patterson. Now is not the time to fail. And so I just looked him square back and said, hello. And he was like, he looked at me like, what the heck? You don't understand that and you haven't heard the Book of Mormon. Please go look up the first soundtrack of Book of Mormon. <laughs> go it's look it up. Literally the first song. And it's like, "Hello, my name is Elder Price and I would like to share with you the Book of Jesus." And it's like this whole song it's where they so say, funny. "Hello." Hello. And it's so funny, but I literally almost couldn't hold it together. So like my first experience in voting literally now it was my second because i voted in the election too so it was my second experience in voting it was like the it was like the voting where you got to like you know pick the governor or whatever so it was my second experience voting but i almost could not hold it together inside this mormon church because there was mormons everywhere and i love the mormons but like you can't exactly be like hello (laughs) in the middle of the mormon church and expect them to not you know like be like oh shit she's seen the musical like uh." because i mean i'm sure they know about it they have to know about it yeah there's like a whole show dedicated to making fun of the mormons so like obviously they have to know about it but like it's not like comedy or what who made that uh same people who wrote south park the same people who made South. yeah yeah 
It's not like they were out here making up lies. They literally told actual stories, stories from the Book, of Mormon. the Book of Mormon. Like, it's not like they're just making fun of it. They're also telling you actual, actual things. Yeah, so, I mean, like, the whole time you're listening to all these stories about the Mormons. You're learning about... Yeah. I, I feel like... I think some Mormon churches actually used it as, like, being like, hey, come to the Mormon church. Come to the Mormon church. It's exactly like it is in the show. Except O.J. Simpson's not there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, like, honestly, like, the Book of Mormon... It's good. It's really good. Let's reel it back a little bit. Let's reel it back into stuff that we're actually supposed to be talking about right now. Right. So, in 2019, I'm turning 21, and I want to go on a cruise. Yeah, cruising. We talked about this before. I'm making all of my friends save up money, but I'm kind of sad because my mom and Doug, her fiancé, aren't going to get married this year because I'm turning 21. Holla. It'll be okay, though. Yeah. I want them because they're so happy. They're basically married. That's yeah, they're I mean. married already. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, and Doug wants a big wedding. Yeah, because I don't, Doug's never been married, though, before and now, has he? I think he wants... No, he hasn't. And he wants an open bar. So... I'm about to be uh, dancing it up. Like, hey, can I come to your mom's wedding? <laughs> I'm gonna be dancing it up at Doug's wedding. God. No, but Doug's never been married, so like it makes kind of it makes a lot of sense that Doug would want a big wedding. Yeah. And so like I think that's cool. If I'm not invited, Robin, if you're listening to this, if I'm not invited to this wedding, I'm gonna jump off my porch head first and hope that it breaks my neck. This is not a game. I better be fucking invited I to this wedding. Said the sentence to my mom, <laughs> if you don't invite Elizabeth to another wedding. I was not invited. I was not invited to the first wedding. If I'm not invited to this wedding and I really like Doug, if I'm not invited, I'm going to jump off the, my porch head first. This is not a game. I love Doug. Doug is my second dad. Well, my third dad, I guess, because Ricky's dad is my second dad. Yeah. But this is real life. Patching shit up, getting shit better, yeah. Making life good. It's yeah. Gonna be, it's gonna be We're gonna develop a lot of Girl Scouts in our clan. We're gonna have our own Girl Scout clan. Our Girl Scouts. Yeah, that's our name of our fans. We're gonna yeah. have a lot of Girl Scouts. <laughs> Girl Scouts. Even if you have a dick, you're still a Girl Scout. It's okay because now Girl Scouts can be in the Boy Scouts, so it's fine. Oh. So <laughs> <dumb>. <laughs> you should have just made like unisex. Scouts. Gender fluid scouts. Gender fluid scouts. <laughs> we're not making fun of those people. No, I think it's fine. We're just, we're just saying. I just that think that it's a little twisted. Not necessarily twisted. I think it's a little sideways that everybody made a big deal about Girl Scouts being in the like girls being in the Boy Scouts. I think that it's great and fine and dandy. If a Girl Scout wants to be in the Boy Scouts, go ahead. But it really confuses I me because like why is it called the Boy Scouts? <laughs> what it should have happened is they should have made another group. Yeah. You know. Of, like, boys and girls. Yeah. You know? That way and you can be in both. Exactly. You can learn both things. Exactly. And that way you also don't have the issue of when you go on trips, like, little girls changing around little boys. Yeah, you have the idea. That. You have the, like, thing of, like, you're a Girl Scout, so you go and learn Girl Scout stuff. You're a boy, so you go and learn Boy Scout stuff. And then there's a group where you can come together and they can kind of, like, teach each other exactly. things. And instead can- of making it this big ordeal about girls being in the Boy Scouts and boys being in the Girl Scouts, it's not that big of a deal. They can be whatever they want to be. It's 2019. Move on. But I also feel like there's a way to do it that would appease everybody. Because <laughs> exactly. if your little boy doesn't want to be in the Girl Scouts 
or you don't want a girl to be in the Boy Scouts, so don't invite them to the in-between group. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, exactly. you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> but, you know, that would be too easy to make a separate group when there's already two groups there. It's just, just too much. It's just, it it's just too much. It literally, and it didn't even bother me. I didn't even care. But, like, it was just, like, it's one of those weird. things where, like, if I could be a part of it, if I was at one point a Girl Scout or a Boy Scout, that would be one of the things I would have said out loud to somebody. Why don't we just make a new group? Yeah, what if, like, why don't we just make a new one? Why isn't nobody thinking about these things? I feel like people are so insulted and saying, like, oh... We're getting so disrespected. No matter who it is. I'm not saying, like... I'm not saying that anybody... I'm all about, like... Ricky just (laughs) sending things to the group chat. But, like, I'm just saying... This has been one of the most accepting years. This has been a year of acceptance. There have been so many, like... States legalizing weed, so many states legalizing gay marriage. Like, we have had a lot of breakthroughs. And we should not look at the negative things we should look at the positive things yeah i feel like this is 2019 and 2020 need to be the years of acceptance and growing we've gotten plus size models that are like actually being accepted in love we have guys like james charles who are wearing makeup on billboards for morphe yeah and like maybe not in alabama but you know it's a start and it's like it's showing that people can be who they want to be we've had so much acceptance if a boy tried to wear makeup like like guys wear makeup now in like the 70s or 80s they would have been so looked down upon but now we have this this insane acceptance in our state and in our culture and i feel like we don't talk about the positive enough yeah i agree i feel like 2019 and 2020 are going to be the years of like accepting people and growing not only as like a youtube community or like a you know an art community but also as like a world community like i feel like the world needs to up their tolerance a little bit on what's accepted and what's not accepted because at the end of the day talking about the negative yeah because like at the end of the day we as a group meaning like you know just not me and ireland but as like a friend group of like me and ireland and lane and ricky and you know whoever else we're not the only people that live on this planet there's people different than us there's people that are you know at the end of the day we're not the only people that live here so we need to kind of get used to the fact that other things that we don't agree with and other things that they don't agree with are gonna happen regardless on what it is we just need to be more accepting of other people and that's just the major t elizabeth in 2034 because <laughs> i'm not i'm not old enough to run for president but elizabeth 2034 let's go peace out girl scout <laughs> i know is this the end how long have we been like you know up and out right now i mean 59 minutes is a decent time to like you know leave the world yeah. right now like because yeah. we still have to do this again and we still have to go get taco bell I need Taco Bell. So, I think this is the end. Yeah. Screenshot and send 2019. We got real deep and random for a second. Be looking out for 52 episodes this year. Share with your friends. Yep. Colton, I know you're out there listening. I know you have lots of friends. I need all the views I can get. If you see me sharing this on Facebook, on Twitter, don't be a fake fan and actually retweet my tweets. I'm talking to you, Lane. <gasps> I'm talking to you, Lane. Oh, I'm, ca- I'm calling... I'm calling you she out, Lane. Said it. I'm calling you out, Lane. Madeline, I'm calling you out. Retweet my tweets. Share my Facebook posts. Let's get on this, guys. Screenshot and chin, 2019. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Let's catch you guys later. Bye.